Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the uh, 5th of April, 2018, and uh, well, half the hosts are here. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and Dave's in Japan. He's uh, actually, believe it or not, again at Disneyland Japan. <laughs> but uh, Jeremy Knopf from Spartan Media is uh, jumping in to, uh, to, uh, to co-host the show. Jeremy, welcome here, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Jim. So yeah, uh, Dave. That Dave Davies. I mean, like last week. Honest to goodness, last week he was at uh, at uh, uh, Disney Japan. You know where he is right now as we're taping this. Where is he? Disney, Disney Japan. I, I, I I'm not. Make, I, I couldn't make this. I wouldn't make this up about Dave. It's just twice it's just, in the true. same trip. Twice in the same trip. What's the matter with this guy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Um. Okay, speaking of like, what's the matter? Quick, what's the matter with this guy's statement? Mark Zuckerberg has to get in front of the cameras. Like, it must people people used to think it was fun waking up being Mark Zuckerberg. I don't Uh, think it is today. No, not anymore. He's gotta gotta get in front of the camera and say like, like we goofed up, and then we really goofed up, and then oh my god, like we seriously goofed up. And next week he's got to do it in front of Congress. But today, Facebook comes out and says. As many as 87 million and climbing profiles were um, were, were basically siphoned in uh, in the what, what are we going to call this? The um, uh, uh, attack on democracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that, that's regardless of why these uh, this information was siphoned. This is like getting beyond absurd. I. I, 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 I it must be concerning for, 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 for anybody for any reason. I don't know, man. I, the way I look at it, I mean, is there anybody who's really surprised, or should there be anybody who's surprised by this, right? Like, we, we go into this, and we're basically putting all of our information out there, and then we're surprised when somebody's harvesting that. I think that just sounds a little ridiculous. Well, not surprised that it's being harvested, or even surprised that somebody is using Facebook basically the way Facebook was intended to be used. But that Facebook um, suggested to to its users that it did have controls on these, and those controls amounted to nothing more than, well, words. Right. I think that's a fair assessment. That's, but I think- that's the surprise bit, though. I mean, Facebook is a multi-billion dollar corporation. They've got more money than anybody except Apple and Google. Um, they have less than words for security. It, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's part of the power of their whole system is, is access to all of that data, right? Well, I mean, I mean, basically, that is their whole system. That and, and you know, being the platform to, to connect to us and all of our media with each other. But what they sell is mixing and matching that data so you can, like, you know, micro-target uh, consumers. Right. Yeah. So I, I really don't see the big deal. I mean... Yeah, it's it's crazy that all this data is out there, but we're all willingly putting it there. Okay, well, perhaps the big deal was people didn't realize the the, the full extent or the uh, the implications <laughs> of what they were doing, and and now sure. it's starting to dawn on people. Right, but 
you know, that's the onus is on them to, I mean, I know nobody reads any of the, you know, the, the user license agreements, but I would have to say, I'm fairly confident that that information was in there. Well, now that people are getting this information, do you think it's going to bug them, uh, make, make a sufficient number of people quit Facebook that Facebook ought to actually be worried? No, no, not a chance. I mean, everyone talks about it. You saw right after that happened, the flurry of people, oh, hey, I'm deleting Facebook. Bullshit. No, you're not. <laughs> well, yeah, indeed. No. I mean, like, um, could you, if you, say you got so mad at Facebook, like you'd spit and mad, could you actually stop using it beyond your marketing career? Could you actually stop using it? On, are you talking purely on the personal side? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we've all got family that's kind of scattered all over the, if not the state, all, all over the country or the world. Mm-hmm. And it's a very convenient keep in touch with the things that we're interested in on a personal level, hobbies, sports, things like that. So, no, I, I think there's no chance in hell of people ditching it. I think that we're just going to continue down this path and people are going to you know, start to accept the fact that, hey, this data is out here. So, you know, that's just what it is. Well, it's going to have to lead to uh, different ways of looking at ourselves and looking at the world. Um because and 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 looking at how we uh, collectively make decisions. Because with that data, it's obviously really easy to manipulate individuals. Absolutely. So let me um, ask you this: What would it take for you to say, "I'm done. I'm I'm checking out of this place"? Like, what what kind of crazy thing would it take for that to happen for you? Oh, I don't know. Some space alien coming down and putting a gun to my head and saying, hey, you can save the entire world if you just did this. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, because like you said, my family's there. I got I got family um, cro- across Canada, down in the United States. I have like friends around the world. The SEO community is, uh, you know, extremely well organized in part through Facebook. Um, I... Um, and there's the fact that I'm a marketer and my world just brings <laughs> me back in, like whether I want to or not, right? Right. The other thing that 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 I think, I mean, you're right. People aren't going to be giving up Facebook. They might use it differently. The other thing I think that that, that might be a challenge for Facebook moving forward is Facebook is designed to make people like you and I really piss off at each other. <laughs> we have different uh, political and and often social and economic views um very much and so. facebook it just makes us want to go at each other and you know i i think a part of that is the fact that it's generally people who are kind of it's just pixels it's just an avatar it's not an actual human being that's the way that a lot of people look at it but i think when you have people who actually know each other right like we've known each other for a long time so yeah. we may argue but it's not it doesn't become this, oh, hey, I hate you because you think this kind of thing like you typically see in you know most debates on pretty much any topic on social media. So yeah, they can they can manipulate people to a degree, but I, I think that comes down to you know who you're communicating with as well. Well, now that people are getting more and more savvy, I mean, and I, I think this is, if anything, the, the the first part of 2018 is the year that or the the, the quarter that people clued into how much they themselves are the product in social media um, and started questioning it. Um, is any change going to happen in these mediums? Is that going to be driven by Facebook or driven by the consumers themselves? I mean, I think there's probably going to be a lot of talk about it, but I don't think there's going to be much <laughs> change that would be you know, substantial or measurable in any way. 
it's probably a lot of feel-good measures that won't really amount to anything. But yeah. I don't think we'll see anything significant change. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I mean, I think it's I think this is worth exploring a lot further anyway, just because in ten years the existence of social media has so thoroughly changed the way we do think, um, process, and market to each other. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you because I think it's going to be a, a lot of uh, vocal outrage and very little substantial change. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to become more. It's going to be. It's going to play a larger role, right? Like, as, especially as you start to develop more AI. Um, you know, voice search plays a bigger role in, in things. I think that it's all going to kind of tie together. So I don't. I don't see any of it going away anytime soon, or even reducing in in scale. I think it's going to continue to get bigger. A uh, a huge and seismic change that happened. It was actually just announced yesterday. Uh, John Giga Andrea, the uh, now former head of uh, Google AI and uh, head of uh, of search at Google, was hired on by by Apple to um, to spice up Siri to lead their AI efforts. Um, I think that and, sounds great. Uh, yeah, hey, that's that, that's that's pretty heavy. The uh, the other bit, of course, is Ben Gnomes has been brought in, um, who was leading Google's um, machine learning division. Uh, he's been brought in to be head of search now. So interesting, interesting moves. Um, G. Andrea move, uh, being attracted away from Google—that was that was kind of huge news. Yeah, I mean uh, they had to do something. I think I don't know. Are you an Android or a, an iPhone guy? Believe it or not, I'm a BlackBerry guy. Are you serious? Oh my god! Yeah, serious. <laughs> Long story. I was an Android guy. Um, needed to, needed a, uh, a phone that accepted a SIM card when my BlackBerry bricked, and I needed the phone now. The only thing that the the store had was a BlackBerry, and I fell okay. back in love with it. I didn't even know they still had those. They do. The wow. as a matter of fact, the last the last BlackBerry made BlackBerry with a real, honest to goodness keyboard uh, was released two weeks ago. Now they don't make them anymore. I mean, that was it. Now it now it's truly over. But they, they, they were there until just now. Hey, Jeremy, are you there? Okay. Um, I think we're going to have to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. There's uh, we're having a weird technical issue. This is uh, Jim from Digital Always Media and Jeremy from Spartan Media back after the messages. For the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability, WP Engine, the digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. 
Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for Webmaster Radio. .fm Looking for We're happy to have you today, so you know, um, please, please, uh, we beg your grace. It's the uh, 5th of April, 2018. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. I'm joined by Jer- Jeremy Knopf from Spartan Media. Jeremy, um, we just went blank a few minutes ago. We were talking about the move from uh, of um, John uh, G. Andrea from uh, Google to Apple. Um, and more importantly, uh, the move of uh, uh, bringing in um, um, uh, Ben Gnomes to uh, from 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 Google Artificial Intelligence, Google's uh, machine learning division, to to head up search. I saw a headline in Recode: um, Google goes from mobile first to AI first. What do you think? I mean, uh, that's that's the direction everything's eventually going to go. I don't mm-hmm. think, I, I think we're going to get away from kind of what we consider traditional search as far as, you know, going to Google and plugging something in to a search field. I think it's going to be kind of a, I don't know how to, uh, how to describe it clearly in a short phrase, but uh, think of it kind of like, I don't know. I look at it like kind of like an assistant, right? Like if you've got an assistant that's basically just taking care of things for you, right? Um, so I, I'm working on an article for Search Engine Land right now. One of the examples I use is, for example, let's say I go to an appointment. Rather than after I'm done with that appointment, me popping up a map and going back to my office or to the next appointment, 
artificial intelligence could say, hey, you know, you've never been here before, automatically pop up the thing, the next address from your map and just throw it into the map app automatically, right? Kind of that's mm -hmm. that's the direction I see search kind of becoming is this entity that just kind of solves all of your problems. Well, yeah, remembering that you carry this device around with you, your 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 mobile device, which is hooked up to your desktop, which is hooked up to your personal services account, whomever might be providing your uh, your AI personal assistant. Um, and these are all synced together, um, yep. likely synced with the smart appliances in your home. So everywhere you go and everything you do, you're informing the assistant and making it easier for the artificial intelligence to basically anticipate you. Um, I've been actually thinking of the term anticipatory search, but it doesn't, um, the term doesn't feel right because like it uh, doesn't account for the machine learning more and more and more about you as it learns to anticipate you. Uh, the phrase I was using was predictive search, but I guess that's, those are pretty similar. Indeed. In terms of, in terms of meaning, but yeah. So for SEOs, like for, for, for web marketers, our job is to take our clients and make them findable. Um, doesn't necessarily matter the medium. Ask Brett Satoris. Um, he's working in Reddit. And, you know, I'd still say what he's doing is a form of SEO, even though it's not like Google or Bing. Um, so moving in a, in, a, in a more AI, a more data-structured world, um, where are our tools? What, 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 what are our best tools and friends? Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to the data itself. Um, you know, Cindy was talking about, she she kind of went in pretty in-depth on it a while back. I, I think it was probably, what, four or five months ago when you guys had her on talking about how potentially your data could just be hosted on Google rather than having a website. And mm -hmm. Google would just kind of like tie that data together, kind of like, I don't know, an XML file, for example, or or something like that, or structured data, something like that, rather than, you know, a file that Google has to, to go and parse. <laughs> I just had a vision of SEOs um, teaching people how to best present their information to Google. And in that, we've become like a, a congeniality squad. A congeniality squad. I, I'm missing the reference there. Well, you know, um, back back in the day, you used to send your kids to like prep school or, okay, or yeah, charm yeah. school to teach them how to act in society. <laughs> you know, SEO is moving on to teaching us how to how to act with our digital with our with our our digital um, assistants, overlords. Depends how you look at them, I suppose. I guess that depends on how far along in the process we are. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so it's it's really exciting. Why would Apple go to? Uh, like like Apple's Apple's this behemoth company, sure. But their culture is completely different than than Google or Amazon's. Um, you know, Apple's always been like this walled garden. Um, dare I say it? Almost having this like elitist uh, uh, feel to it. Very much so. Have you ever tried using Siri? I have not. Okay, try that, and that will answer your question. Um, Siri's uh, <laughs> kind of slow. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a drunk toddler right now. Well, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I've got some of my best advice from drunk toddlers. <laughs> hey, they have lots of wisdom in those little bodies. Yeah, if, if you ever been to Quebec, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> so, Siri and then I guess, I guess Apple is finding itself, itself way behind, um, 
just curious the uh, the, the the long-term play of the, the the three companies against each other um i don't think it's going to be uh, right now it's a it's a competition right like they're all kind of trying to to gain the upper hand but i don't think that's what it's going to be you know we talked about the the data being kind of the the source where everything's coming from. And I think that's what it'll eventually be. They're not going to be these closed systems because, you know, let's say I have an Alexa and a Google home and, uh, I don't know, Siri, and I'm, I'm talking to all of these things and, and they're going to have marginal effectiveness. But if all of them are kind of sharing the data together, um, the learning that the AI can do based on all of that data together is significantly uh, faster and more advanced. And then if you also look at it from the perspective of how much more valuable is that? So let's say, let's say for example, you know, Google and Alexa kind of tying in together, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I, you know, I shoot my, all right. I tell my Google home, Hey, you know, send my boss an email. I'm, you know, out sick. I'm not going to come in today. If that data, if Alexa could then pick that up and then, you know, pick, you know, same day shipping and, and send me some echinacea and vitamin C, that just arrives on my door later. Like that would be infinitely more valuable if they could kind of communicate like that. Well, indeed. And it strikes me that in all of this, it's the data itself. That's, that's the real prize. The AI, um, not like, not like AI is easy to develop. Um, clearly it's, it's not, but several players are producing, um, increasingly, you know, more and more sophisticated AI. And but we're still control of the databases. That's where the real power is. Yes. So you you mentioned that they're getting increasingly better. Where do you see it right now? Like, what do you think is a, a reasonable timeline until it's something that's viable on a you know consistent basis that can consistently deliver quality results? Uh, it's a tough question. Um, that that depends on a lot of. Um, impossible to factor factors like user adoption rates um uh uh, changes in privacy laws um in america and in europe um but let's just say everything was wide open and people were going to adopt it as they adopted cell phones that 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 ai systems will actually become part of the cell phone there won't be user adoption it'll just happen right um within two and a half years that fast huh acceleration culture and and the more the more usable data that artificial intelligences have to parse either on individually or amongst amongst different um ai sets Mm -hmm. the more data there is to parse um the faster the machines will grow right and i think that's where voice search is going to play a huge role because we're interacting with these devices and with search engines far differently than we ever have. You know, it's not, you're not plugging in, Hey, you know, uh, I need blue widgets in Tampa, right? You're, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Voice that was. Search, um, and, you know, suddenly on people's, people's monitors, uh, pictures of the president appear. <laughs> uh, no, indeed. You're, to 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 get your uh, Android device, uh, to get the voice search on your Android device working, you have to say, "Hey Google." Now right. I'm addressing a person or a proper thing, right? So I'm but more it, likely. But it's to listening say, all um, the time, though, right? Because I know that Apple is. Well, indeed. Was, uh, but there was that. Uh, the Facebook actually had to 
talk about was it last week and, and say that if you if uh you had Facebook Messenger installed on your Android device, not only was your Android device listening to you, so was Facebook. Was that only for Android? I thought it was for anything that had the app, whether it was Android or iOS. I don't know. I heard it was only Android, but like king, what? Only Android? Right. And so, I would be so I would have been surprised to think that that wasn't the case, you know, a few years ago even. I, I would have expected that to be. I would Oh, it because was. but again, this yeah. is uh, Jeremy, it was, but again, this is the, this is a time when people are just cluing into that this is happening around them. So, you know, it the 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 pipes could have been clanging for like 3 years, but now people <laughs> are writing about it. Yeah, you've got a point. We've got a different perspective than your typical person. Yeah. Um, we, 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 we live immersed in this, in this sort of culture. And, you know, I think at the same time, we accept a lot of, uh, the craziness faster than the, uh, typical user would just because we're part of it. Yeah. Um, take, uh, we, uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when these scandals just started breaking, Dave and I were talking about, um, this not being radically different than, the practice that we all praise Marty Weintraub for, for not, 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 I wouldn't say revolutionizing, but damn near perfecting psychographic targeting. Um, I think, I think that was, that was, he, he coined that phrase even, um, at least in relation to Facebook. Um, and what Cambridge Analytica, Cambridge Analytica, um, did with the uh, Trump campaign, the Brexit campaign, the Nigerian election campaign, probably the upcoming Canadian election campaign, um, is not a hell of a lot different than what marketers do selling soap. Yeah. I don't disagree at all. So we've accepted a lot of weirdness in the environment um, because we're exposed to it, and so it becomes just sort of, oh, that's weird. Well, so is everything else. Right. Um, and also because <laughs> we're part of the machine itself. Yeah. Yeah, I can see um, that. Which is okay, because again, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with do it's with using this information to help refine offerings to people. Because heaven knows, you and me probably don't really need to see a lot of feminine hygiene product ads. Because <laughs> it's not going to change my life in one way or another, right? Um, although it, it 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 might make my girlfriend happier with me when she sends me to the store and I come back totally befuddled. Um, <laughs> You just buy one of everything then. Like one, t- I, one time I was just, when I did have an Android device, it was sitting by my my radio. My radio had um, CBC one, just traditional, you know, regular talk radio on. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it was just on in the background, just filling noise. I was I was I was writing an article or something. They were talking about menopause, so I was writing an article and and not really even listening because you know it's an important an important subject, but not. To me, right. um, I took my phone, went out to grab lunch, and was looking at feminine hygiene ads on my phone. I remember you talking about this a few years back. That's when I knew it was. That's when I knew it was time to change phones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, that was a few years ago. Imagine what can happen now with um, with uh, uh, all the information and phones phone systems that are actually trying to anticipate what our individual needs are. I think it's going to get really scary and really creepy before it gets effective. Yes, but at the same time, um, 
we honestly, I, I honestly don't think it's more than a year away from um, a system where not just a few people's fr- refrigerators do the ordering for them, but where entire communities are set up like this. Um, and I think it's, and that's something I think that SEOs have to start anticipating now. Uh, lest we get uh, caught, there's there's going to be a knowledge gap coming in our industry, and it's going to be uh, wide and fierce. So, what do you think that the SEO community needs to do to prepare for that? It depends on what your specialty is, and um, I'd say number one, define your specialty. Figure out where you want to focus a lot of your energy and start learning. Um, not it, not that sector or area of SEO exclusively, but because because you want to be well rounded because you need to work with people who are expert in other areas of SEO. Mm-hmm. But um, I think specialization is going to be the key to survival in the future, and being able to collaborate with other people who have other specialties and other forms of SEO. So either improving your language skills, because um, there's there's going to be. Uh, ver- in a world of vocal search, there's going to be far fewer rules to how search queries are structured. Um, and and I think that uh, much tighter descriptions that account for um, variances in how people might phrase the search query. So, uh, so yeah, improving language skills, um, technical skills. Um, Learn JSON, <laughs> learn uh, structured data, um, learn to feed information to Google um, because the days of spidering are over. So for the people who aren't up to speed on that kind of stuff yet right now, what what resources do you recommend for them? College. <laughs> you think um, so? Uh, I don't agree. College is typically pretty far behind. No, I'm not going to say no. I was, I was, I was, uh, no, college. You're right. Yeah, college. <laughs> college teach. Yes, college teaches yesterday's lessons, um, which is unf- in the tech world. But the tech world's moving much faster than the education than the education world can keep up. Than I was say the academic world can keep up. Um, what do you recommend? That's a really tough question. Um, I recommend mentoring, finding somebody who uh, really knows what they're doing. And making yourself useful to them so that, that they feel compelled to uh, keep you around and teach you stuff. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen on structured data, there's still a lot of uncertainty in that, in that as far as you know, detailed specifics across the board. Like There's still a lot of kind of trial and error in that area. Would you agree? Absolutely, I'd agree. And I think there's, there's a lot of trial and error in that area, both from uh, people trying to figure out what the search engines are trying to do. And from the search engines themselves trying to figure out what's going to be useful to them uh, two to five years from now. That's a valid point, too. Whenever Google says, we would like you to start doing it this way, you know, and Google uses its heft to, to push to push webmasters around and make us do X, Y, and, X, y and uh, Z, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they're doing that, I always try to think, well, heck, where do they want us to be two years from now? Because that's why they're making. That's why they're trying to force us into something now. Um, yes. So, yeah, there's a lot of confusion around structured data. Um, 
try 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 using uh, structured data to fill out a review uh, a review of some sort or another and get it wrong and see how confusing it gets when suddenly you lose all your rankings. Um, <laughs> like there's uh, there's tons of stuff there, but it it's there's so much information that Google is that Google, Bing, uh, Amazon. Um, and other search entities are trying to parse and feed to the public. Um, you gotta, you gotta make your your information stand out by making it easy for the engines to figure out what it is, what to do with it, and how to serve it up. Especially in a world of like one line answers, uh, we're seeing that with the search engines now, eh? Yeah, I'm surprised it took this long to get there. To be honest with you. Well, maybe it was just a courtesy. They actually, like, you know, uh, refer people to... Remember back in the day when you went to university and you had to actually cite your sources? So you had to be able to refer your professor or your, or your TA to the, like, source that you drew on to make it, to, to bring into the conclusion you got to? Uh-huh. Google used to do that as a courtesy with those blue legs. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know, that was the whole foundation of their... Forgotten. They'd forgotten how important that was. Right, and that was the foundation of their their entire algorithm to begin with, back in the day. I mean, it was well, based on the yeah. citation system. Well, yeah, that's um, that they, I, I think they thought of it. Um, like like most innovations, it's actually really simple when you think of it. But yeah, that that's directly from their time at at school. Now, do you think they could get to a point where they kind of step on us so much that the industry just gives them the finger and 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 blocks Google? Well, it's not up to us. It's up to the users. Well, okay, true, I, but if but we tend to we tend to steer our clients, which which does have a, an impact on the users to a degree. To a degree, but um, again, it's 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 it's, it's like Facebook. Um, yeah. Okay, let me put it this way: I'm a I'm a serious uh, card carrying, dyed in the wool lefty. I mean, I'm I would have. So are you sure? Left. I would have never guessed that, Jim. I am so far left that I actually am card carrying. That's how far yes. left I am. Okay. You bring a tear to Mao's eye. <laughs> Mao more than ever. Um, <laughs> how is that going to go? Um, da, 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 da. If the power of suggestion were enough to change the world, I assure you I would have done it several times by now. <laughs> um, I wish I could leave... Like, SEOs have a love-hate relationship with Google. And, you know... And, 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 I don't, I don't care what side of the political spectrum, spectrum anybody is on. You got to be in awe of what Google has accomplished in a or, shockingly short period of time. Oh uh, yeah, indeed, eh? Like the twenty years, and look what look at what they have done. That's um, uh, that awesome is too small a word to describe it. Um, but at the same time, like we still have an adversarial. We're, we're serious frenemies with Google. Like, we need them. They need us. Um, it's a game, it is still, in many ways, a game of cat and mouse. But I don't, I, don't, I don't think Google wants to necessarily get rid of SEOs. They just really want to have control over how um, results are constituted. And they don't want any meddling kids getting in the way of criticizing it. See, I don't agree with that. I think they do want to get rid because if they can, I feel like if they could set up the system they, the way they wanted to, for example, you know, hey, just host your site on our thing or, or host your files, data, whatever it ends up being down the road. 
I think they would they would do that and just cut everybody out without any hesitation. Well, I, that's 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 kind of like living where you or where I live and saying I want to get rid of mosquitoes. Like they're annoying and they you know don't seem to really serve much of a purpose. So, <laughs> um, but that's never going to happen because there's so many of them. And let's face it, they want they're drawn to that blood like we're drawn to the audience to the sheer audience size at Google. Yeah. Um, now. If anything's going to threaten Google and threaten Google's behavior, it's the other big houses like Amazon. About a, uh, what was it like a couple of years ago? Didn't she? Did you get that feeling in your stomach that people were starting to use Amazon as a search engine? Yeah, they definitely were. Um, and it wasn't. It wasn't like it, they were. They sometimes they weren't even looking to buy stuff. They just wanted to discover information about certain products. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to Wikipedia which people were using as a search engine for information for the longest time. Instead of going to Wikipedia, they went to Amazon because that gave them the best information fastest. Right. Um, as an SEO, if, if I'm representing a sneaker manufacturer, I got power there. Even if they don't make the purchase directly, I'm still putting the idea into their mind that they want this stuff. So that's the other thing that that SEO has got to, Looking into the future is we are getting away from a a uh, the Una Google universe, you know where where everything was revolved around that big pole that was Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God! If the Google dance were still on, I'd make a pole dance joke, but I I, I can't draw that all together. Um, <laughs> but. Google was was provided the big foundation for the last like almost fifteen years in the whole industry, and that's slipping. That's changing because other technologies are coming along that are as good or better for certain needs that people have at certain times. Yeah. Um, so, so anticipate that, learn that, um, learn how to work in those environments. But then again, that might be back to specialization, right? Well, and that's just good business sense anyway, right? If you look at some of the most successful people in any in any industry, you know, they are highly specialized. Like look at ours, for example. You know, you've got Alan, Alan Blyweiss, who specializes in just doing audits, or Cindy Crum, who's just mobile. You know, or if you look at other, you know, big companies like Zappos started off just selling shoes, nothing else. I think that specialization is what sets you apart and makes you more valuable. Indeed. Um, does, does Zappos still exist? It does. I've never been there, but uh, somebody was talking to me about it yesterday, and evidently, they have this great policy where you can like uh, like buy a whole bunch of stuff, like find the one that fits, and return everything else. That's okay. I'm I'm, I'm curious about the uh, their Lord of the Flies management structure, but you know, we'll get. <laughs> I would love to do a show on that some other time. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of Alan Blywife, actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought his name up because uh, he's. Alan is doing one of the uh, he does he does this like uh, all the time. One of the coolest things. Um, Epic dinner is coming up at uh, PubCon in Fort Lauderdale, Florida next week. Uh huh. And uh, I understand you're going to be there, sir. I do plan on getting over there for for one of the days. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I'm not going to be making it down. So, uh, what's the buzz on PubCon this year? You know what? To be honest with you, I haven't uh, I haven't kept up with exactly what's going to be going on there. Um, I'm just going to pop in for a day. I've been going through some crazy growth here, so I haven't uh, 
haven't really kept my finger on the pulse over there. I thought you might have been a little more up to speed on it than I was. Well, I'll tell you what I know. All right. <laughs> um, by the way, I did mean to congratulate <laughs> you on the new office space. Thank you. Thank you. We're actually going to probably turn that one down and move to a different one now. <laughs> Good Lord. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Um, we're gonna we're definitely gonna be talking about that coming out of break. Um Okay, so PubCon uh, taking place next week in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, your, your serious social contact, if you need to know anything else that's going down, obviously, Melissa Falk. Um, and uh, then let's see, PubCon's amazing, and uh, Alan's doing epicators. See, that's all I know. <laughs> okay, so I just, <laughs> pulled up this, I just pulled up the speaker page. So... Uh, a bunch of people that we both know. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, obviously, Alan, uh, who speaks there a lo- quite often, from from what I recall. Um, Anna Smarty, uh, Ashley Ward, Arson Rapinovich. Who else? Casey Markey is going to be speaking. I'm just kind of running through the list here. Eric Eng. You want to learn machine learning, by the way. Corner Eric Eng and talk to him. Um, yeah. Eric's gone out of his way to to be speaking of specialties. That's where his specialty is going. Okay, okay. So what? How does that play a role in his agency? Do you know? I don't know. Um, we've had him on a couple of times. Um, I, I you had think, him on around the holidays, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, and I get the sense that it's informing. Um where he sees Google going next, but it hasn't really changed what they're doing. Now, that might change in the uh, coming weeks with, uh, again, the, 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 the introduction of, the, of Ben Gnomes to uh, head of search from head of AI at, at Google. Um, in fact, we really got to get Eric back on the show again because of Ben Gnomes taking over as, as head of search. Um. So no, if you if you if you see him um, when you're at PubCon, ask him yourself because I'm afraid I don't know. All right, yeah, I will do that. I'll mention uh, I'll mention to him getting getting him back on the show too. Um, okay, we have to we have to go to break. It's uh, yeah, it's about quarter to the hour as the uh, show's been recorded. So on behalf of uh, Jeremy Knopf from Spartan Media, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. <laughs> the 5th of April, 2018. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davey. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Webcology here at WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 5th of April, 2018. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Jeremy Knopf from uh, Party And, uh, you know, I'm looking through the, looking through the, 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 the PubCon, um, speaker schedule and the lineup myself and one thing i don't see here mining the facebook machine is close that gets close um bitcoin was the was the was the big uh topic in the autumn and i guess moving moving in uh, through the winter um and uh early 2018 when it was just it and other cryptocurrencies were just barreling forward making people tons and tons and tons of crypto money Cool thing about Bitcoin isn't Bitcoin itself. It's the platform, the ledger system of sorts that uh, that tracks the transactions of Bitcoin, the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Every time you talk about blockchain, you want to give a quick primer in how the blockchain works. Suffice. I think, I think you should do that. I think okay. you should do well, that. Really quickly, because we don't have a lot of time. We have about uh, six to eight minutes left. Um, really quickly, blockchain is a means of storage. It's a ledger system, a uh, set of mathematical formulas shared and distributed amongst X number of computers, how many, however many uh, computers are part of that blockchain network. And basically, every... Uh, Every member of the network has the same equation. That equation will always be the same on every node, every uh, um, computer in the network. And the way you can verify any transaction is it adds up across the entire network. Any discrepancy will immediately be seen because it doesn't add up with all the 
other ledgers in the in the, the distributed network. So blockchain is a means of storage, um, a means of record keeping, um, a means of immediately distributing uh, the responsibility and the authority from a central group to, well, every member of whatever network. That's, you know, more or less a basic, a basic explanation, right? Mm-hmm. So blockchain and search, blockchain and paid search, blockchain and, and uh, you know, digital transactions. Um, I guess this, this, is, this has been a future think show. So where's this going, Jeremy? You know, I've been thinking about it and I haven't come up with a an answer that makes sense yet. I imagine you've probably been thinking about it as well. Do, do you have any ideas on this? Well, um, I think blockchain could be the scariest thing to the uh, traditional platforms, uh, advertising platforms. And when I say traditional, I mean Google and Facebook. I don't mean like regular TV or um, newsboard print. Um, uh-huh. So right now, if you're an advertiser or uh, and I'm a consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you need to give a you're the advertiser you need to give revenues and responsibility to a central authority in this case we'll, we'll say Google or Google's uh, Google's um, uh, display ad division double click mm-hmm. double click keeps uh, records on you know, just every user on the planet and has a fairly good idea where to deliver some types of ads and where not to deliver some types of ads. Um, and this is obviously happening on a such a large scale that you need a organization like Google or Facebook to be in the middle to be that central authority. I think blockchain eliminates the uh, need of the, that central authority because the transaction between advertiser and consumer is pre-verified by the, rec- by the great ledger itself. So the transaction is the, uh, in, in, in the traditional way is uh, Unilever gives Google five bucks, Google gives me an advertisement. Okay. The blockchain can allow Unilever to start feeding ads to uh, pages that I'm already interested in, that I'm already that I'm already going to, without having to involve that great central authority, and the transaction itself that I viewed the ad and that Unilever paid whomever for serving it up is complete because it's recorded in the ledger. So what so you're saying is way. it's they're 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 taking the middleman out and going directly to the source and paying them. There's a there's a way to do that. Yes. Okay. Um. It 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 it, it or um, how that would happen. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can just envision it happening. I can't tell you how it would happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Similarly, um. Look at look at the areas that we, we were talking earlier about all the different lifestyle enhancements um, that that the personal assistants are trying to bring to us and or make easy for us to access. Right. Again, to ver- why why is Google making us go HTTPS, making us do that extra handshake between uh, between our sites 
and uh, the, the the host server and the uh, recipient, the recipient, the recipient uh, computer. Well, the answer that they give is security. Okay, just kind of as a blanket statement. So, what if you were able to verify the authenticity without that middle person? The blockchain, the ledger, allows us to do that. As long as sure. as long as those columns always add up across the entire network, the transaction's cool. Okay, so um, that makes sense. So this could basically make HTTPS irrelevant. As an example, um, or or it could make uh, uh, the one of Google's great great uh, selling points is that it remembers everything about the searcher. And you know, personalization has always been has, has been the great holy grail of of, of uh, search, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, the ledger remembers everything. <laughs> so again, um, this could be like the the, the 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 blockchain could become or a not the blockchain because there is as many blockchains as there are, um, you know, systems that 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 that, that use a blockchain. Um, that could become the great memory, the great storage device for Google itself. Sure, so, but then you've got you've got you've got identity theft concerns at that point. I mean, yep. maybe no, maybe no more than we have now, but it's one more point of of. I guess attack vector is the the technical term from a security perspective. Yes, but again. Um, I would have to think that that you know what I, I would have to think that we only have like thirty seconds left, and I'm not going to think myself around that one. This in thirty seconds, that's what I think. But it's a good point, and if you want to see us debating it in Facebook, we probably will. <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a plan. Okay, Jeremy, we've uh, we've gone full circle. Um, that was a that was a truly interesting future think show. I don't think we've ever actually done one quite like that before. So thank you so much for uh, for coming on Web College today, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jim. Okay, friends, that was uh, Jeremy Jeremy Knopf from Spartan Media. Oh, right, before we go, you know what? We got another another 10, 15 seconds. You guys have been growing so fast. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, SpartanMedia.com. That's the easiest way. That's kind of a central place for everything. Okay. Uh, development work, SEO work, and you know, future think work. Give Jeremy a call. <laughs> Friends, you've been listening to Web College on webmasterradio.fm. On behalf of uh, Jeremy Knopf from Spartan Media, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around Webmaster Radio. Great, great content coming up from the network after the, after the news. We'll be back next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.